that from? Uh, I only remember Dr. Evil saying it. Oh, is it not a real thing then? It might be a real thing. I think it's a real thing. They might have changed the lyrics a little bit for the... Did they do product placement in Austin Powers? I'm trying to remember if they did. If they did, it would have been a gag. Like, it would have been... So, yeah, it might, he might just be doing a parody of... Like, I think there might have been real product placement, but, like, they put a lampshade on it, and they were just like... I mean, <laughs> it sound That song kind of maybe sounds like like Frisky Freeze. I think it's, or I think it's Meow Mix, Meow Mix. Oh, Meow Mix. Yeah, that actually is a Meow Mix beat. Yeah. Shit goes hard. Yep. Mike, I'm fucking exhausted. I don't know how you are today. I'm tired. I'm very tired, too. But before we get into why we're so tired, other than just lack of sleep, some sleep deprivation, welcome to the Pass Control Podcast. As always, we're here every week bringing you our takes on video games, nerd culture, and, I don't know, dumb things that are unrelated to all that, like food and and stuff. Mm. Right, Mike? As always, I'm your host, Brendan Groom, and joining me today is the anime senpai himself, Mr. Michael Azir. Mike, how you doing? Besides being tired. Nope, that covers it. What's your shirt game today? For, for those for those of you who aren't aware of of uh, Mike in real life, Mike's shirt game is usually pretty on point. So what are we rocking? Mike's with? shirt game is now ninety percent Uniqlo shirts and then ten percent everything else. What I mean, Uniqlo makes good. I mean, I'm also wearing Uniqlo. Yeah, I know. It, they were they make comfy fucking shirts. What we got going on here? Looks like some anime shit. Yeah, maybe. Dragon of the Darkness Fly, Flame? <laughs> it was like all full that I couldn't read it. You know, you're all crinkly. I don't know if that's a flake or flavor or, you know, you never know. I, I know you're a fan of Flavor Town, so. Yeah, I could go really a, a number of ways. So what is that, what is that for? Uh, the show. What show? Ugh. The world needs to know. Mike, people value your anime opinions. They definitely don't value mine. Again... Not really an anime opinion. It's a shirt. Yeah, but if you're choosing to wear an anime shirt, you must have some sort of stamp for it. Stamp? I mean, you must enjoy it in some way that you're willing to wear it on your body. Remind me to pick up a shirt of a show I don't care for. I should pick up a few more Bleach shirts. That's what I should do. I mean, you like Ichigo. No. You like someone else from that show? If I had to make a list of favorite characters on that show... Or in that series, I don't think Ichigo would crack the top ten. To be fair, that was the only, and yeah. still is only the name I'm going to yeah. pull out of my ass no. right now because I haven't watched Bleach since high school. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely not, definitely not pulling another name out of there. Give me another main character. Uh, Rukia. I, I I knew his name. I wasn't going to pull that out. Well, give me, give me. I knew her name. I knew the name. I don't know, Mike. It's been a long time. We're 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 not young guys anymore. No. We're not a couple of young spry lads. You know. Even when I was young, I wasn't spry. Skipping, skipping our high school graduation to go watch Pirates of the Caribbean. Is that what it was? We didn't skip it. We just left immediately after to go see it. Weren't we also late to graduation? We were late to graduation. Why were we late? Because we had to make several stops, and your car was like hot trash at the time. Which car was it? Was it the Camry that tried to kill us, or was it the the blue the, car before that? I think it was the Camry. It was the one that used to get stuck and accelerate. Yeah, fucking that car wanted to literally kill us. Yeah, good times. Uh, so I used to, in high school, my second car, cause my first car was a, like a 1984 Chevy Lumina that was fine. It was a boat. It was a shitty car, but it was my first car. It was whatever. I don't care. I'm just, I got a car, whatever. I'm yeah, bumping, a... bumping some fucking Ray Cash, Ray Cash, some fucking Rough Riders, fucking 
Anthem? No. What was the what was the World War Three? Oh yeah, World War Three. That was a fucking banger. State your name, gang. That's all right. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm just bumping a lot of shit, but I don't know if you. I don't know who was in my car. You may have been, but what kind of? So no, that, that that's not what killed that car. It was a star. I mean, it was a part of it, but I we, we were driving across. It was a green light. We were driving across the parkway, like the River Beach Parkway, yeah. and my car stalled in the middle of the fucking like, and just in the middle. Ugh. I don't remember if we got it started or if like Dom had to get out and push it or something. I have no idea, but that happened. But I think that was the car that I got hit when I was leaving Peter's house. Mm, I don't know. I wasn't aware of that. At least I don't remember it anymore. You don't remember when I got hit by a car in front of Peter's house? Maybe I wasn't there. No, so nobody was with me. I was alone. Mm. But I can't remember if it was that car or the Camry. But I was leaving Peter's house, and it was the winter. You know how if you like if you're facing his house and you were to leave the right, it's the hill. Yes. So I get on the hill, stop sign at the end, it goes to Broadway, Main Street, just painting a, a more vivid picture for people who are <laughs> who know who, where Peter yeah, lives. Who, who don't know who I'm talking about. So I take a right, go down the hill, hit ice, black ice, and I just slide right through the um, the stop sign. The stop sign, and can't do anything, can't stop, can't turn. I'm just like gliding through. And this guy was going, I don't know, probably like 40 miles an hour. And so, by the way, Jeff had left right before me and had just gone down that same hill and had just had the same exact thing happen to him. Thankfully, no one hit him. He was parked at the bottom on Broadway calling me to tell me to not go down that hill. But I left right after him. Mm -hmm. So he saw it happen. He was literally standing right there. The guy smashed into me. I had my seatbelt on. But I don't know if it's a good or bad thing, but because because of that, I went like my body because the he hit my my door like my driver's side door like if 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 I was a little bit further down the hill like he might have killed me could have killed me who the fuck knows, yeah. uh, but my like head, like I went towards the passenger seat like my whole body and then I went back yeah, went and back. like fucking slammed into my window like my head against my window yeah. it hurt it was bad and I was like so freaked out and like not aware of what the fuck just actually happened because it was like a panic from sliding and then the car ha- everything happened so quickly that I like unbuckled my seatbelt opened the door got out of my car and tried to stand up and fell and then Jeff was there I was like dude holy shit and uh, whatever uh that car got total <laughs> yeah it sounds like that was a mess uh so i guess that's i don't know fucking jesus how did we get on that uh we were talking about like graduation but besides that the camry right you have the camry oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember which car i was doing that happened but the camry yeah I have uh, the camry. was that the one that you put spinners on <laughs> that's the one that came with spinners let's just be real oh okay i didn't put them on what I should have done, and which I always meant to do, was get a fourth spinner because there were only three spinners on the car. Listen, I, it came with they came with the spinners. We're in high school. I'm not gonna go buy rims. They were there. They were there. Not all four. Three. Three. I mean, it is. Then we can say you know you ride spinners. We ride spinners. Was it three six mafia? I don't remember who sang it. That wasn't really. A but banger. they don't stop. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call that a banger. Not for me. It's not a banger for me. It doesn't matter if it was a banger. It's just it was, it was appropriate. Yeah, I mean it was definitely appropriate. Um, so yeah, so the, my Camry basically there was an issue with that car that 
for some reason the um what's the cruise control Mm -hmm. like the cruise control would somehow turn itself on in the engine area again not a car guy i don't think any of you're not a car guy no so if anyone listening is a car person i'm an idiot but something in the under the hood would get like stuck and it would cause my car to instantly accelerate like pedal to the fucking floor like as fast as possible and the way we would alleviate it because we couldn't figure out the problem is we would just get out and spray it down with wd-40 which is also probably a bad idea but we did that and it would work for a little bit so i just had to always keep wd-40 in my trunk there was one time though i think i was in the car christian i don't think it was you or dom and we're getting onto route one which is a if you're not familiar it's just like a busy highway and we're getting on during rush hour so it was just bumper to bumper traffic and we get onto the highway and my car decides to do it right then and there it was real bad i don't even know how we got out of the scenario i was like zigging and zagging around like not like not doing legal things i was just trying to not crash into somebody and we had to pull off into like a small lot that was just on the side of the highway and then we got it fixed Mm. but fuck that car jesus that car literally tried to fucking kill me multiple times my nissan would usually like um i think the engine would stop while i was driving or like the engine would stop then it would stop and because the engine stops the the steering wheel would lock while I was driving on the highway. Yeah. On a number of occasions. But I think I could get away by just, while it was in that state, I would just start the car again. So far, I've had, I'm on my fourth car. So I had the Chevy. I had the Camry. You know what? I must have been in the Chevy. And the Chevy must have got totaled from that accident because... The Camry, I think, I think my dad sold it to someone for like five hundred bucks or something stupid like that. Mm. Um, and then I got my Mazda. My Mazda's the only car that never had an issue, because I fucking hate my current car. Mazda was fun. I I miss my Mazda. I I will never buy a Hyundai again. Um, I can't wait to eventually get rid of this car and probably just go back to Mazda because it literally had no issues ever. It was, like, I mean, I could have just been lucky, but I don't know. I re- if I remember correctly, that car came with a CD. It did come with a CD. I forget what it... I'm not going to be able to pull it out right now, like, out of my brain, but... Mm. I might be able to someday think about it and pull it out. Yeah. It was... I want to say it was a film, female singer. I want to say it was country, too. That also could be correct. I also want to say that when I sold my Mazda, I, I forget what CD, but I know I left a CD in the fucking thing. It was probably either Jay-Z or J. Cole. Okay. So, not, not paying happy, it forward. Not happy about it. I, well, that person's getting a fucking. They're getting a good deal here. Mm-hmm. They're getting a good, reliable car in a fucking banger album. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm almost positive that I realized that I left the CD there, and I called the dealership back the next day, and I was like, "Hey, I traded in my car. I left a CD in there. Is there anyone I can get it back?" Oh no, we clean up the car and throw anything else that's left there. I'm like. Even the, you, you press eject on the CD thing. Yeah, we do everything. I'm like, okay. I'm, I can tell I'm you sure, when I bought. I'm this sure you didn't. I can tell you when I bought this car. Those guys didn't do yeah, that. Yeah, so you're a fucking liar. Um, but we should probably transition into something that people probably care about, which is why I'm so tired today, because 
I was gonna tell you this, and then we start recording. Last night at like ten thirty, Todd's like, "Let's get on Overwatch for a little bit." I'm like, "All right, like I'll play a match or two, but like I'm, I need to go to bed. I gotta be up at four forty-five. He's like, "Yeah, that's fine. I gotta be up at the same time as you." I'm like, "All right, cool." So me, him, Julian get on, play a match. We get bamboozled. We get absolutely slaughtered. So I'm like, "All right, I'll play one more match." Play another match. We were winning the match, and something happened in the later half of the game. I don't know if someone dropped out or something, but something stupid happened that caused us to end up losing the match. And at this point, it was probably like 11, 15 or whatever, and I was like, all right, I'm going to bed. I'm not, like, two losses is fine. Like, f- like fuck this game right now. And like, oh, I was like, I'll play one more. Just play one more. I'm like, all right, fine, I'll play one more. We play one more. Fucking dunk it on people just game over we're we're over here it was like it was like no joke like a seven minute match we like steamrolled this team it was like an amazing match and we got paired up with just obviously randos but one of the randos was like a good mercy so i was like all right like i'm feeling good that was a super quick match i'll play one more match so we're like yeah let's play one more match so we play another match and we get paired up with the same people again and they're just randos so like then we went into like just team chat or like now we're like all right so you got paired up with a group of three? No, there were three si- singles. Okay. But we ended up picking up the Mercy and played another two matches after that. Because I was like, all right, like clearly we got a little thing going right here. Let's let's keep this rolling. And we ended on a win, which is, I feel like, not normal. but we ended Because up... you guys typically say play to we lose. So, of yeah, course, you're going to end yeah. on a loss. But we, we ended on a win because we just kept winning. And then it was like 12-something. And I'm like, me and Tyler are like, we could fucking be up in like a couple hours. What are we doing? So we get off. And then I go lay in my bed and I'm on Twitter until like two something. I'm like, what? I have to be up in two hours. What am I doing? What can you do on Twitter for that long? I don't know. I'm looking at like Wario 64 because he's got the deals on deck. I'm looking at, you know, whatever. Uh, probably uh, just reading nonsense. I don't know. I'm just, I'm all over the place. But the real reason why I wanted to even bring up anything to do with last night or this morning is this morning on the highway, on my commute to work, I came across the most ridiculous scenario that I don't know if I was just really that tired or if this was just doing this to me. But I saw some, like, I don't know if this type of art has a term. It probably does. Uh, But it was, like, some Salvador fucking Dali shit. Like, it... You know the... Have you ever seen art that, like, if you... Say we're standing right here where we are right now, and it's straight across from us, we look at it, and we Mm -hmm. see one thing, but if you change the perspective of how you're looking at it, the art changes? Yes. Does that have a name? Um, It probably does. It probably does. I just don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't know what it is either. I know the first time that I saw, like, a substantial version of it was when I was in Spain at the Salvador Dali Museum. So I don't know if he made it, or if it's, like, associated with his art primarily or what, but regardless... I'm driving down the highway, and there's a red car next to me. And, you, you know, from time to time, you, 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 like, look at who's in the other cars around you, right? Like, you mm-hmm. like glance around, you're bored. It's an hour and 45-minute drive for me. So I look over, and my attention is caught because it appears as though no one is driving this car. And I'm like, no, no, no. It's just clearly like this person has a really, really flat head or something. And when I get up a little bit like past them, you know, 
whatever's obstructing my view, the little the frame of the door or whatever, yeah. will, will, I'll see a face. I'll see something. I'll, I'll see a person manning the wheel here. And I kid you not, at no point did I see someone driving that car. Like, I slowed down. I moved forward. I don't know what was going on in that car. Maybe when I finally passed them, they were, like, bent over, like, picking something up. No one was driving that car. And then when I realized no one was driving that car, which again I'm sure someone was driving the car, I was like, I'm just gonna get a little bit ahead of this because I don't want to. I don't want to be involved when this goes bad. Mm-hmm. But it made no sense. And again, I could just be really tired. Could be. Maybe but it was, was really fucked up. It was a Tesla, and the guy had it on autopilot, and he was like laying down, taking a nap. It's definitely not a Tesla. Oh. It was like a Toyota Corolla. Ooh, well. Mm. I don't know. Maybe he has. Maybe. His Corolla had the same thing my Camry did, and it drives for him, so he knows it does that, and he just lays down. Could be. You never know. Um, why are you so tired? Anything I'm just, special? I'm just tired. Or? You're just a I'm little just, sleepy baby. I'm just tired. Little, I little, did my afternoon nap. Little cuddly bear. No. You're a little little Baba Boo. No. Just a little sleepy boy. Yeah. I'm very tired, so I apologize if this episode is redonkulous, scatterbrained, nonsensical, or mm-hmm. just not entertaining. Yeah. We can use an excuse on this one. For all the other ones that are not entertaining or scatterbrained or nonsensical or you don't enjoy them, I mean, that's your own fault for listening. But this one is Mike and I are very, very sleepy boys. So I went and saw Endgame today Mm -hmm. for the second time. Mm -hmm. Um, Part of that, well, I wanted to see it a second time anyway. Like, I just never went back, but I did want to see it a second time. Um, But this weekend is when they're re-releasing it even though it didn't it didn't leave theaters maybe maybe it was in less theaters and they're putting it back in more theaters maybe but regardless they're they're re-releasing in air quotes with additional material uh, a deleted scene a stanley tribute and a far from home tease is it is it a spoiler to talk about what it what it was uh i don't know like i i like i I didn't say anything. I just texted you the article that had, that just, like, explained. Did that article break it down, what yes. it was? Yeah. Like, everything that you showed me. Okay. was, like, in the article. I mean, I won't, uh, if you really don't want to know what the footage that they showed was, skip ahead a minute and a half, two minutes. Um, but basically, they do a Stanley tribute, which was, like, in my opinion, maybe not worth the price of admission, but I did enjoy the Stanley thing. Mm-hmm. Um and then the deleted scene was a Hulk scene that didn't really do much. It didn't. I, I don't. I, I think the point of it was some people were like mad that the Hulk didn't really. They didn't really show Bruce or the Hulk in that five-year window of mm-hmm. like this is what they were all doing. Well, I mean, I guess he's at the beginning of the film when they're going yeah. to, to get Thanos. Um, but in that five-year gap, like it, sh- it pretty much shows what everyone else is doing. Like half them are, you know, on different planets or different areas of the world, like holding shit down, and they're talking through holograms. Fucking ScarJo's at the base. Uh, Tony's off. Fucking got a cabin somewhere. Mm. Caps in New York. Uh, in fucking. I was gonna say Widowmaker, which is not not who that is, but uh, Hawkeye. I, Hanzo would have made more sense. Hanzo would have made way more. I don't know. Sense. Overwatch, sleepy, you know how it goes. 
and they show what he's up to basically but they don't really show what hulk's up to so i guess this was like supposed to be part of that thing but it's just i don't know it's just a weird scene it doesn't seem to fit anywhere and clearly the scene itself was something they scrapped or didn't finish so like they didn't put the time or money into like making it look like the movie like good cgi good effects whatever so when they show this scene and they finally show hulk it's like you know just like a stand-in whatever like a crappy cgi stand yeah it really yeah just a crappy placeholder and the people in my theater lost their fucking marbles at how ridiculous it looked like so bad that they were laughing into the into the next thing that they showed after that which was i think the far from home trees yeah um but i don't know i mean i mean i showed you the clip if you were debating on going back to see endgame for this bonus footage i would say save your money i wanted to see the movie again so like I'm just like my price of going again is justified because I wanted mm-hmm. to see it again, and also the poster they gave you is like pretty dope in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they're doing it every theater, but select theaters they're doing a they're giving you a poster that says "We Love You 3000" and it has the Iron Man Infinity Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. It's pretty dope. I'm, I enjoy it. I think it's pretty sick. That would be like a cool thing to like get signed by like the cast if you like ran into them or something whoa what, what are you guys doing here oh, I, I have this poster in my pocket in your pocket mm-hmm. and you can fold it up um but i mean we have to rehash endgame we, we did a whole episode talking about that but i still really enjoy the movie i enjoyed it the second time um there was some when the movie started i was like kind of sitting there and i was like fuck why am I? Why did I just do this for the next three hours? Cause like, I it starts a little slow, mm-hmm. but then like, as soon as like, as soon as the Tony, well yeah, it goes Hawkeye, Marvel Studios, and then goes to Tony and Nebula on the ship. Mm-hmm. As soon as it got to Tony and Nebula, not to like shit on Hawkeye, cause I like Hawkeye in this movie. Um, but as soon as I got to them, I was like, all right, never mind. Like, I'm on board with what's about to happen. And then I was just getting, as the movie kept going on, I was getting more amped and amped for, like, the final fights. Uh, Cap has the best fights in the movie. Between fighting himself and him him squaring up against fucking Thanos, mm-hmm. he's got, in my opinion, he's got the best fight scenes in the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have a, a different differing opinion there. No, it's probably true. But I would say that, um, yeah, I mean, him and the movie was really focusing on him and Tony and Thor and in that same vein I feel like Steve got to do more physically whereas Tony's journey was a little bit more emotional uh yeah I can see that I I feel like though that might be kind of a reversal of them two in the other Avengers movies. I feel like Cap is always the talky talky in Iron Man's like fucking action action. Mm-hmm. Especially in the Avengers movies. Yeah. Or the ensemble films. Cause, you know, throw Civil War and well, Civil War's got a little bit of both, but I don't know. I will say that 
there are definitely some things that stuck out to me a little bit more this time around. Um, one being, probably the biggest one, is that, and I feel like we talked about this when we did our spoiler episode, and I feel like it was one of Todd's gripes with the film, was that they, when Cap goes back to bring the stones and, and mm-hmm. Mjolnir back in time, yeah. or back to where they took them from, mm-hmm. um, he was mad, and I'm sure many people were mad, that when he comes back, he gives the shield to Falcon, and doesn't really have... He doesn't really talk much to Bucky. Yeah. But knowing how the movie plays out, like knowing how the whole beats like of the movie play out, what I noticed was that before he goes back, mm-hmm. the exchange he has with Bucky before that is, uh, don't do anything stupid while I'm gone. Mm-hmm. And Bucky says, I, oh, like, I, I can't, can't because you, you took all the stupid with you. With you. And then he either laughs or says some stupid one-liner. And then Bucky's response back to him is, I'm going to miss you. So my assumption is now is that off-camera, they must have had a... Like, I bet Steve told him, like, hey, I'm not coming back. I'm going to do this. Because it seemed like when he does come back, Bucky is, like, already come to terms with, like, he said he was going to stay there. Clearly he did. He's happy. Like, I don't know. That's the vibe I got after after knowing how the scene plays out mm-hmm. and then rewatching it again, paying more closely attention. Just like that line, obviously, because again, if if he doesn't think he's going to stay there, why would he say, I'm going to miss you? You know what I mean? Well, I mean, so first thing I'll say is the the stupid line was like, don't do anything stupid while I'm gone. That was from the first Captain America movie. Um, no, yeah, I know, I get I know. that, yeah. yeah. So, the other thing was, going into the movie, seeing as I said, like, I don't think, I didn't think he was going to die, I think he's going to have a happy ending, mm-hmm. and go back and, you know, somehow be with Peggy, so, like, going into it, I figured, like, he's not gonna come back, and that, so that confirmate, I had already picked up on that the first time I watched, I was like, yeah. Oh, okay. Like, I was like, yeah, this is probably what's gonna happen, and the way he wasn't surprised... Like, you saw in the scene, like, when he, they're like, hey, where, you know, he's supposed to come back, and, you know, uh, Hulk is freaking out, and Bucky just kind of, like... Smirks. He smirks and, like, turns around, like, I... Yeah. Yeah. And he was the one that's, like, he figured he should probably look for the guy. Yeah. Like, yeah he's gonna show up, he's just not gonna show up here. Yeah, I don't know. It, it made me think that I think, I think he may have told him all I don't know if he, they had a conversation, or if he just... Like he's he knew friend, his friend. He's, he knew his friend well. And I was like, yeah. If he's had the opportunity to go back and be with Peggy, he's gonna go back and be with Peggy. Yeah. But I also like the idea of them having conversation, or not even them having conversation. I like the idea of at some point when they're at the funeral, old Captain Roger, old Captain, like walks up. And he's like, hey, Bucky, it's me. Guess guess what? I I don't fucking come back. Just so when when I leave. Just act surprised and then say, hey, who's that guy sitting over on the bench? And I'll be over there. I mean, that could also be a thing. I feel like it had to have been a conversation that they just decided to not make a scene. Or maybe they did film it, but decided to cut it out of the movie. I, I almost guarantee that they had, they they wanted it to play... They wanted the scene to go like that. Probably, yeah. But I, but I, I don't know. Because the other part of it is... I don't think they were going to spell it. I think that was supposed to be like a surprise sort of. Yeah. Which I'm happy with the way they did it. 
I'm just like just over, like I overanalyzing. Just like I don't get the Hulk scene, only because the reveal that Hulk has merged into Professor Hulk was supposed to be like, I assume a surprise there. So it'd be that the unfinished. So it, clip. so if the unfinished clip was in the movie, I a don't know where it would be, and if it was, it would be the other scene where they reveal that that's what he is now would make no like it wouldn't be as exactly. impactful it has to that scene has to take place before that yes so my guess is that maybe maybe that was initially one of the earlier scenes that was supposed to be in the movie but then they like rewrote that mm-hmm. other scene and they're like oh this is a funnier scene or something maybe they just decided to go with that or yeah. something um i mean i kind of get it because it seems like in the scene that we do get the first time that Professor Hulk is there mm. and they're sitting down at the diner with, with Cap, uh, Widow, and, and uh, yeah. Ant-Man, it seems like like the kids come up to take a picture. Like It seems like people know who... Like, like he must be doing good things around yeah. there, so it seemed like he's still kind of just like doing good things, but he's like not like this aggressive thing, so everyone's like, oh, I fucking love the Hulk. I mean, he dabs. Yeah. So he does. Uh, he's the kid. The kids love him. I I did laugh again when I think Paul Rudd just is really good in that movie. But I think he's good in, in the both Ant Man's too. But just like you guys want to take a picture of Ant Man? It's just funny. Yeah, poor guy. He's so good. And I I want to know if any of his scenes are improvised because when he shows up at Avengers headquarters and he starts talking to them and he just goes, "Does anyone eat that sandwich? I'm really hungry." Like I feel like I feel like that was not a written line. Like, he was just, like, kind of riffing or something. Because it's so well done. And it just, it feels kind of out of place. Mm-hmm. But it works well for me. Just because I feel like, I feel like the Ant-Man movies are, like, obviously way more comedy focused. I feel like Ant-Man comes into this movie as his comedy character. that, But it doesn't, like, it doesn't, like, break the rest of the movie. But I feel like it's like a nice shift of we're going to keep the way we've showed this character in his other two movies without changing the tone of this movie, but keeping him kind of that mm-hmm. lighthearted little thing. Anyways, I don't know. I enjoy Endgame the second time around a lot, actually. And I was I was nervous that certain things weren't going to like... A lot of pe- I feel like a lot of people I talk to like Infinity War better. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's really hard to pit the two together together because i just i feel like the i feel like the two movies are going i feel like to to take them as separate movies is weird because it's like obviously all of these movies are telling a big story but those two movies in particular are pretty much telling like one big story Mm -hmm. so infinity war i think is At least on the first watch, it was darker and like more, more uns like you didn't expect maybe certain things to happen the way they did. Yeah. Um. So there's that. So I think a lot, a lot more like gotcha. Whereas in Endgame, I think more people were like okay with the fact that we might be like certain things might be playing out here, like people might be dying or whatever, like. I think more people were okay with that. We're in Infinity War. I don't think anyone was expecting like what happened to happen. Like I don't think they expected that. I I surely didn't. I expected maybe some people to die, but I wasn't expecting. I mean Thanos to ultimately like 
become the victor in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck, man. Yeah. Did you get tickets to see Spider-Man yet? No. I'm going to see it Tuesday night. Mm. There's still tickets available. Yeah, I should look into it. I'm going to IMAX at 7. Mm. There's still tickets. I mean, if no pressure, but... I mean, if you... Tuesday night, you want to fucking sit in traffic, you want to fucking just go to work, fucking zoop in, I'll be there. I feel like even... It's, like, so close to my office, but I feel like last time I tried going from my office straight there, it was, like, madness for no reason. Traffic-wise? Yeah. Traffic is just fucking shitty regardless. And this week's going to be weird coming out just because of the 4th. It's the middle of the week. Mm -hmm. Some people are going to take extra time off. It's just going to be a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Traffic today was horrendous i wanted to fucking not be in a car for that's why you should have got your self-driving car that dude in the red car did exactly see i'm fucking up i'm over here like confused befuddled by this man and he's over here living his best life Mm -hmm. um but i mean as much as i don't want this to be an end game episode i i mean i did want to bring up before we move on is um do we think that it's gonna be enough to have it have a surge in sales this week and pass uh, Avatar? Initially, before I saw it, I would say, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. But after now seeing it, I don't... uh, Maybe it was marketed in a way that... For some reason, I thought the deleted scene was going to be cut into the movie. Maybe that's just I'm an idiot, and maybe the movie... Maybe the, the marketing marketed not as that way. But I assumed that there was just going to be an additional scene in the movie somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then that's why, I, that's why I texted you. I was like, wait, is everything after the movie? Because at the beginning of the movie, uh, Anthony Russo is on... Like, he, he opens up the movie with the same type of thing he did at the end. Where mm-hmm. he's just like, hey, thanks, blah, blah, blah. Uh, stay tuned after the credits for additional stuff. I'm like, so all this shit is fucking after? Uh, again, I mean, if, if they put that Hulk scene in there the way it was too, I think it would have just been fucking, it been fucking ridiculous. Um, but I don't know. I I would love it to beat Avatar. Fuck Avatar. But yeah. I mean, I don't know what's what's it short by. Uh, if I pull up the box office mojo numbers right now, Avatar is sitting at. Uh, 2.788 and Endgame is at 2.751 um, so I my guess is that it's do close you, do you think they'll re-release it in theaters again the movie is coming out on Blu-ray in August Blu-ray in August it's coming out on digital at the end of July oh so then probably not then yeah. I, close. I also saw a a I don't know if it was a teaser or a trailer for Spider-Man Far From Home that had maybe not this exact wording, but some wording along the lines of critics are saying it's the best Marvel movie this year. Better than Endgame. And I'm like, so you're just already jumping ship. Let's just, all right, let's get people hyped for Endgame. Mm. I don't know. I feel like there's been maybe not negative press. There's been a little bit of negative press, I think, with this re-release. I think people are like kind of poo-pooing it. For what it is, yeah. Um, I don't know. I know. I know it doesn't really matter for me personally. I think Avatar is trash. I think that shit is garbage. 
and I love the MCU. I don't think they'll get another movie that will get this high. So, I mean, I would love for the number one spot to be a movie that I like because I think that would just be cool. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, does it fucking matter? Not really. But I would like to see it happen. Fuck Avatar. Do you think they're going to re-release Avatar in theaters prior to the next movie coming out? Maybe. I I think, honestly, they might have to only because it's been so Nobody long. Nobody knows what... Well, so here's what I was thinking is... I was literally thinking about this today because I was in my car for, again, a long, long time. But if... If they re-release it in theaters, I don't think it would do well. Like I don't think people would be excited to go see it. Listen, these are not hot takes. I've I've well, yet to see anyone go to bat for Avatar. Well, what I'm, well, the reason I'm saying that is, I feel like, I feel like if they take the risk of putting Avatar in select screenings, and prior by they, to, this is now Disney. Yeah, if they take the risk of putting it in there prior to the next movie coming out to kind of like generate more buzz or something. Mm-hmm. But if it I feel like if it doesn't perform well, it's going to get a lot of negative press and I feel like that could then in turn hurt the next movie. Because if if like if you were maybe casually interested or you just you're a headline guy, you scroll social media and you're like mm-hmm. the headline guy and you see like oh that new Avatar new Avatar movie's coming out cool, but then you see another headline that's like Oh, Avatar release fucking no tickets or whatever. Like just a bad headline. I feel like for that person who I don't even know who the fuck Avatar is catering to. Who's it for? It's not for us. I don't know who it's for. Uh-huh. Are they introducing new movie tech for this? Is that how they're gonna swindle us into seeing it again? I don't. I don't remember what I. I believe James Cameron was in a a submarine at the bottom of the ocean for like eight months trying to figure this shit out. I don't. I don't know. I is that a thing? I, I feel like I'm embellishing things, but it is it is only barely off of the truth. He was doing that to write the scripts for these movies? What was he's, he doing that he's, for? Like, he'll get, like, I don't know, ideas from, like, things he sees at the bottom of the ocean. Say what you will this about the This guy needs man. to have less money. <laughs> Say what you will about the guy. He, um, he gets out there. <clears throat> what... Is he Titanic too? Yeah. What else is James Cameron notable? Uh, Terminator Two, um, The Abyss, I think was it. Is two is T two on this hundred? It's got to be right. Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, maybe, but like, it's not like fucking. Is T two considered the best Terminator movie? I would say so. It's probably the most iconic one. Who did the first one? He, I don't think he did the. He might have done the first one too, but I believe he, I'm. Very comfy did the second one, but I don't know about the first one. I've also looked at you like four times while I'm still continuing to scroll this, so, so I, have, like, I have no idea if it's on this list. I don't care. I you don't, can just, I'm not a Terminator guy. You can guy. search Terminator 2 in the I search know, bar. I know, but I don't... Oh, in the search bar in here? Yeah. Yeah, but that's all... I don't want to do that. Terminator 2. Um... Yeah, do some fucking research, boy... Yeah, but what, now what am I clicking? Like, now where are we at here? Did you want to see a... All-time what? domestic, or all-time world wow 197. Fuck Terminator. Why is the wh- why is the second one the iconic one? That's the one where where uh, the Terminator comes back and he's, like, the good guy. Like, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character is the good guy. 
and he's helping Sarah Connor and John Connor fight the Terminator that turns into like liquid metal and like phases through things. Oh, okay. So when I think of Terminator, that's what I think of. You I think guess. of you're not thinking about the first one where he was the bad guy and he was fucking shit up. And there's a third one, right? There's a third one. And then one. they rebooted them. There's okay. So there's the first one, the second one, there's the third one. Uh, that's the one with the female Terminator and John Connor. Is, is like, Cameron involved with the other ones? He's he's involved with the most recent one. I think that's coming out. The one that they keep pushing, Dark Fate. The one that's like DLC for every video game in yeah. E3. Um, but I don't think he was involved with the three, four. Was there a fifth one? It was the third one. There was the one with Christian Bale. Oh, there was a. There wasn't one after that. Genesis. Okay. That's yeah. the one with Daenerys. Amelia Clark? I think it's the one with Amelia Clark. Yeah. Is yeah. Interesting. Which I've been meaning to watch. It was free on Amazon Prime, I just never got around to it. We are fucking up, Mike. We could be cashing in all those website views, those fucking social media clicks, all that shit because where we have the answer right under our fucking noses and we're refusing to even make the connection. We're refusing to take fucking this dot and this dot and draw that fucking line. The next Smash character is going to be fucking Terminator. Yeah, no, that makes sense. It, I mean, the, the, it, if E3 is telling me anything, Terminator's coming to Smash, we're getting a Terminator amiibo, and he's going to be free DLC to fucking Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. The only game I had for my Sega Genesis was a Terminator game. Is that a real story? That's a real story. I only had that Terminator game. Uh, me and Adam used to play it. And I don't believe we got very far. Why didn't you ever get another game? I don't remember. Like, I don't remember how I got the Genesis. Did you rent games at least? I don't think so. Maybe I did. but honestly, This is the like wildest... How do I not know this about you? I don't know. So, I at forget. the time, did you have another console? Or I can't, gaming device? I can't place it timeline-wise. Because I don't remember where I got it from. <clears throat> I feel at some point I like let my mother send it to Haiti, so I must have had another console by that point. But I don't remember like when it, it wasn't. I don't think I got it like new or anything. It might have been well past its prime. I, this is this is a, a a fascinating revelation. Like you you just you like there's always this like this like not aura. Like you don't have an aura. I mean, you might have an honor, but I can't. I can't, I can't see it. No, chakras are closed. And, and this has nothing to do with your chakras either. This is like you always have this like fog about you, like this this mystifying haze, if I may. You're a weird man. And this just adds to that fucking mysticism. I You're had, a fucking. I had a console. And You're I had a fucking a game. wizard, Harry. I don't remember how I got it. I, I must it must have come with the game it wasn't like I went out saying I want this Terminator game it's just like it that'd was, be a weird take that'd be like a weird like it was given to me with that game and I guess I just I wasn't the type of kid to be like I want another game as, as a matter of fact I bet you the reason why I didn't get another game was because it wasn't like a current console so like I wasn't it wasn't like I could walk down to the store shelf and be like ooh let me get this one yeah no I mean I, I get that oh man this episode has just turned into this Avengers slash, I guess, Terminator 
mm-hmm. episode, and which brings me to our special guest. We're gonna swing in here to round this episode. We get a uh, Mr. Terminator himself, James Cameron. Yeah, because when you say Mr. Terminator himself, you think of the director and not Arnold Schwarzenegger. Obviously. Okay. If I was gonna say Arnold Schwarzenegger, I would have said like, you know, Mr. Fucking Iron Pumper himself. Because we all know that Brendan refers to James Cameron as Mr. Terminator. The Brendan who literally found out 10 minutes ago that James Cameron directed Terminator 2. Well, I, I mean, I, I probably knew it. I just, I mean, I'm not like, I'm not the movie guy. I'm not the movie buff. I'm not going to pretend to, f- I, here's what I don't like to do. If we were off the air, I might start throwing movies out there. But I'm not going to like spin knowledge I don't know and look like more of an idiot than I already appear to be. Mm-hmm. Appear. That's the key word there. Right. Because they don't know if I actually am an idiot or not. Yeah, that they've got a good, good suspicion. Listen, it, it, like your favorite Goosebumps Choose Your Own Adventures, Mike, the ball's in their court. They can make their own assumptions. They can pick which chapter to fucking flip to, and they can go down that road. Okay. I feel like that analogy makes Was bad. zero sense. It might help them in deciding if I'm an actual idiot or not. I'm also very tired. Also, I don't know if we ever brought this up on the show before, but I liked those Goosebumps books, like the Choose Your Own Path mm-hmm. one. But all I would do is just, like, skip to Whatever the page. Whatever you're saying, everyone else did the same thing. Skip, I would just skip to the page that said, choose this or this. And I would just keep doing that until I got to the ending of that route. Mm-hmm. And then I would read just the ending. Oh, that's weird. I only had Because one... I, don't, I don't want to read. <laughs> yeah, I know. I only had one Goosebumps Choose Your Own Adventure, but like it was... I probably only had, like, one or two. It was, like, a complicated one, and by complicated, I mean, like, you had an inventory, and you had to keep track of your inventory. What and the I, fuck? I wasn't about to do that, so, like, I never played through it. If I had that one, I never did inventory. I'll tell you that much. It was like I was stuck in a haunted museum, and I had to, like, keep track of, like, the items that I got. Yeah, no. I mean, if I'm, if I'm in taking a media that revolves around, like, words and papers, I don't want to have to then get additional words and papers to to enjoy that one medium, you know? And this is why you didn't play D&D. Well, that and nobody, I don't know anybody that does. I know, like, I know, like, people that aren't, like, in the immediate circle here. You know what I'm saying? The immediate circle of the two of us? And Dom. Todd. Christian and Julian aren't playing fucking D&D. Well, Julian might. I feel like Julian might be the guy. Here's the thing, and, and this is, like, a... The, the reality is, like, if we all got together, including Christian and Julian, like, they'd be down to clown. Mm-hmm. The problem is, none of us are going to etch out time to do that commitment. No. But, like, back in the day, me, Christian, Julian, and a few other people, we used to play Risk all the time. I know it's very different, but it's we don't we don't typically indulge in games of the analog type. Mm-hmm. So I feel like instead of playing video games, we were devoting chunks of time to play a board game. I feel like Dungeons and Dragons or something similar could could work itself in. I'm I'm down to give it a shot. There's a copy of something that Dom brought here in my closet. <laughs> I'm I'm down to go. I mean, Kevin and Rin said they'll fucking teach you how to play shit. Matt from Jack's Abbey said he's down to teach you to play shit. Mm. We have options. Yeah. No. You were going to something for a little while. At Adams. It wasn't oh, D&D, it wasn't but it D&D. was like a monster hotel thing. Yeah. Right? Haunted Mansion? Yeah. What was it called? It was called The Trail on 
Haunted Hill or something like that. Yeah, I, I mean, I like good board games. I'd be down to, to get into something. So, Super Mario Maker 2 came in today, came out today, but I haven't had a lot of time to sink into it, so I don't really want to talk about it just yet. I'll talk probably, probably next week. I'm, like, very tired. I don't know if you hear me, like, stumbling to get words out of my mouth. Yeah. I'm that tired. I apologize. I apologize. I mean, it is what it is, because I couldn't... I Part of me... Like, in a scenario like this where I'm this tired, part of me might be like, ah, we'll just record tomorrow, but we got a wedding to go to tomorrow, so it's like, can't even fucking do that. Can't even fucking do that. Um, the last thing I want to bring up before we kind of wrap things up around here is, and people seem to be making a big deal about it, is Netflix, uh, well, not Netflix, but The Office is leaving Netflix in 2021, mm-hmm. which is A, a while away, uh, and B... Is it that big of a deal? Like, don't get me wrong. I love The Office. One of my favorite TV shows. If I'm like, you know, it's something that is a fallback where I'll throw it on in the background. Because I like just, you know, get a couple of yucks in the background while I'm writing something or doing whatever. Like, it's definitely a good, like, fallback show for me. Mm-hmm. But is it that big of a deal that it's going? Like, are, do you care about it personally? I don't watch The Office on Netflix. <laughs> so there we, I mean, there, there we go. Two people that fucking don't give a fuck. You guys are all making a fucking big to do about nothing. Mm-hmm. If I may say, a hullabaloo. Wow, you've been right, so. My guy, Mike. I literally, I like drew that out before I said it, and I was saying it like three times in my head. I'm like, don't fuck this up. Don't fuck this up right now. I'm gonna. We're gonna have to make sure that this is hullabaloo. Yeah, right like that. With an air bubble coming out of like a fat little face right here. Mm-hmm. Anyways, get on that, Joe. Uh, the like, I I get it. The Office is fucking a great show. You know, Netflix sucks to lose something like that. The the it's a weird thing to me because part of it is NBC is going to launch their own streaming service, mm-hmm. so they're buying the rights back from Netflix. Is it buying, or are they like they're just not re-upping the current? They're not going to re-up their deal. So, it, I don't know. So, NBC does not own the rights to The Office. I don't know who does. I was trying to find the answer. I, it, it seemed confusing, but NBC does not own The Office. Mm-hmm. Um, it's under some other smaller production company, I guess, maybe in their umbrella or in the Comcast network, but it's not under NBC. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know who they're paying this money to, but they're gonna have it starting twenty twenty one for five years, exclusive. But they have to pay a hundred million dollars a year to have it. Mm-hmm. So I don't like I don't know who the money's going to. I don't think it's going to Netflix. Um, but there's like I was reading all this stuff. There was apparently like they were debating maybe doing it. Let's keep it on Netflix, but also add it to the NBC thing. The NBC thing is going to be a paid subscription service right. that also has commercials. What? So, if it would, if that was the case, and it was on both, uh, no thanks. I'm gonna watch it on Netflix with mm-hmm. no commercials. Uh, but here, here's the thing that like doesn't make sense to me. I understand that The Office is like a big, you know, pop culture thing. It still seems to stay that way. Big enough. Maybe it's just its core fan base. Maybe it doesn't bleed out of that too much. But it stays like relevant. On social media, memes, whatever. Like, it's a thing that people reference. Like, it's not like it's, like, the show ended, I don't know, 
That show probably ended like six years ago. Like ten years ago. That long, really? Ten years? Uh, I mean, I believe you. I want to say it you was... You know what? We were in college when it ended. I want to say it was like 08. 08-ish. We were definitely in college when it ended. We were actually... I want to say it was probably... It was when I was living in that apartment in Chelsea when it ended, I'm pretty sure. So that would have oh, been... Oh, that might have been... That would have been my senior year of college, 2013. 2012 or 20... Yeah, 2012 or 2012. So, 20, so around then. So yeah, like, you know, six... Six or whatever, seven years old, um, or since it's been off the air, and to pay that much money to get something like The Office for a new subscription service that's also going to have commercials seems like people aren't gonna pay that money to go watch an old show. Maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm in the minority with that thought, but. I think, like, I, I was looking into a lot of the numbers about this. I guess The Office was, like, the number one stream thing on Netflix last year or whatever mm-hmm. and all the stuff. And, like, I get that. But at the same time, I would have to imagine that when it comes to, like, the Netflixes and the Hulus and the CBS All Access and the new fucking – is it a DC app or is it a Warner Brothers app? Or DC, but I think it might get turned into a Warner Brothers app. I, I would have to imagine that Netflix is the king as far as – subscriptions uh it probably is and that's why everyone's trying to kind of which i get why other companies are trying to do that but netflix has a humongous install base like i feel like if i ever mention something it's like everyone has like everyone i everyone i don't think i've ever met a person that doesn't have netflix even if it's them borrowing someone else's netflix account Mm -hmm. but like if i bring up a show that's like on Hulu. I feel like a lot of people don't have Hulu. I don't even know why I still have Hulu. Because I just don't cancel things. I still have CBS All Access mics. Don't don't ask me why. I, I know why. Well, d- why I haven't canceled it, I don't know. Because that show is only on for like two or three months a year. So I don't know why I still haven't canceled it. Every time I see that charge come through on my fucking bank statement, I'm like, God damn it, they got me again. It's not a lot. It's like five or six bucks. But still, it's just fucking throwing money away. But, like, if it was the other way around, if it was Netflix spending a lot of money to pick up a show, like they just did with Evangelion, mm-hmm. and did they do it with Friends? Yes, Friends is one of the big shows on there. I feel like it makes sense for Netflix to do something like that, because they have such a humongous base of users. A new paid app... From, from NBC that I don't think they've announced if it has any like of its like exclusive if it has like exclusive programming in in regards to like new shows like if it's gonna have like new NBC streaming only you know fucking whatever show it, it's just it's just a weird it's just a weird thing to spend a lot of money on I don't know it's I, th- I think they're banking on the numbers and views from netflix but they're not gonna have that install base they're just not they probably believe and i don't know if they're right or wrong i'm sure they've done more research into the matter than either of us have that the office is a big pull for them 
in that people are going well, no, to that, watch. The, people well, are pissed because well, well that's the thing they, they think it's a big pull it has these big numbers they think it's gonna then say oh these people on netflix are gonna fucking buy that nbc app because they want to watch the office no they're just gonna not watch the office anymore they're not gonna like i a fraction of that population is going to get that to simply watch the office if there's another show or shows on there that are enticing, yeah, they're gonna come over. The office is another fucking feather in your cap, another fucking pin on your fucking lapel to fucking pull you in. But without knowing much about what else is gonna be on this fucking streaming service, I, I'm not. I sh- you shouldn't leave lead with the office. It just seems like a weird, like, thing, especially announcing it two years out. And get people to start saving money now. I don't know. I I I do not think that it's going to pan out the way that they think it's going to. And I wouldn't be shocked if the office ends up somewhere else that will pay money to have it on there. Because I I would have to imagine NBC is owned by Comcast. Yes. Comedy Central is owned by Comcast. Is it under them? Owned by uh, Viacom. Who's uh, Viacom actually... under? Yeah, it's Viacom. Um, I do not know. But I believe it's... They might be their own fucking thing. Because they stream... Well, they show reruns of The Office. Yes. They so they're they're paying... So they're also paying someone. Yeah. Which I'm assuming isn't that same NBC that's paying Netflix or paying whoever. Mm. It, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Everyone wants their thing. So Disney has their... The, the Disney one makes sense, though. Because there's going to be a fucking shitload of content on there. Like that one, and it's really, really reasonably priced, in my opinion. I mean, you're going to get access to. I don't know if it's going to be all from day one, but their catalog of movies, mm-hmm. Pixar's movies, mm-hmm. uh, probably at some point when their deals run out with like Netflix, all of the Marvel movies, mm-hmm. plus all of the new programming, like the Marvel's shows, and I think there's been other shows announced outside of Marvel. Star Wars. Star Wars shows, Star Wars movies, uh, I think, not Nat Geo, Discovery Channel? Or maybe it is Nat Geo. No, One of those types of channels also has programming on there, because huh. they must be owned by Disney. And then, Disney also owns ESPN, so I think there's going to be ESPN content on there as well. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of fucking content, and it's yeah. like, I don't know, isn't it like 60 bucks for a year? I don't know what the numbers are. It's, it's, it's a very reasonably priced service for, in my opinion, a lot of good content. Um... That one's fine. It makes sense. They have a broad catalog of things to mm-hmm. offer. NBC, I don't know. What do you, what do you, what do you give me? What am, what am I getting? I don't know. What am, I, what am I getting on here that I can't... Every SNL, that's pretty decent. I'd be down with that. Like, that would be that would be a reason to... that. Like, that's more of a pull, in my opinion, to the office. Simply because it's hard to legally find a lot of old SNL stuff. Mm. So, all of SNL, my guess... Um, the Office, yeah, and I'm sure there's a handful of the programming that NBC was known for that I I don't watch. Yeah, I mean, probably like a lot of dramas. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they got their fucking CSIs and their fucking CISs and you know other acronyms. Law and Order, maybe. Is that an NBC? I believe so. Fucking Dick Wolf cashing that check, baby. Actually, matter of fact, all all the Law and Orders and all the. Chicago, whatever's. So Chicago Fire, 
Chicago, I think that's Chicago Man. Yeah, but who the fuck is buying a service to watch that shit? Listen, I'm not saying I'm their target demo. I'm just saying that those shows are pulling in numbers. Are they, though? I mean, I have no idea. I'm asking, like, legitimately, I have no idea. Enough for, you know, them to keep creating new spinoffs and for Law & Order SVU to be running for fucking 20 years. It's the longest running of the of the Law & Order shows. Like, even Law & Order proper does not exist anymore. It's just Law & Order SVU. Well, SVU is the one with Ice-T, right? Yes. Well, I mean, that's fucking why. It's my fucking guy right there. People just love their sex crimes. I don't know. I could never get into fucking any of that. Hmm. You know what would be great? I would love to see an MCU film by Dick Wolf. It would It would end up being a movie about... Um, daredevil and she hulk or or hear me out we get a we get a live action harvey birdman by dick wolf um that would also be bizarre who would you want to play a live action harvey birdman uh gary cole actually whoever actually did harvey birdman's voice whose name i can it it might have been gary cole i should double check that because i know i got this question wrong before i fucked it up i was very upset I always wanted to get the Wii game that came out, and I never did. Did you ever play it? Mm-mm. Is it supposed to be good at all? No. Fuck, that's a that's a something we should dig up and try to find. See if I can find a cheap copy somewhere. I'd love to check it out. How many seasons of that it show was, was Gary there? Cole. How many seasons of that show was there? Of it was on Adult Swim, right? Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched that in a long time. It's, it's a good show. Is wow. it streaming anywhere? Streaming on. I can watch it on Hulu. Oh, I'll throw, I'll throw uh, Amazon Prime, but I have to pay. Yeah, iTunes not available on this device, obviously. But Hulu, I, I, it is on Hulu. Like, not to say that, like, these other companies can't do things and whatever. And not to, like, say all the big ones should be the only ones doing shit. But, like, when you look at the Netflixes, the Amazon Prime video, and Disney soon. And, I mean, I guess Apple's also going to make that play soon, too. It's mm-hmm. like, I feel like you might have better success selling like the nbc suite to apple or or to netflix or something like that which i guess that's kind of what hulu was originally Hulu was originally a a nice little partnership between yeah. those three guys i feel like that type of thing would make more sense so i mean obviously hulu's changing okay well fucking just sell it to someone else because someone else will fucking pay for it because the other thing too is i i don't, I don't know no one wants a piece of the pie brand they want the whole damn thing. I know, I know. But you know what? Sometimes the crust is fucking good too, Mike. Hey, listen there, Tubby. Don't you don't you tell us how to eat a pie. <laughs> I'll lick the fucking plate, Mike. Alright. I should probably plug our sponsor so we can wrap things up here. Mm-hmm. Mr. Miguel. This week's episode of the Pass Control Podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area on a Friday or Saturday night from 7 to 11, make sure to head on down to Higginson Square or their new flagship location at 1 Washington Square, a.k.a. the Carriage House, and get yourself some delicious fatties. If you're unaware of what a fatty is, you can check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty or go to their website, goodnightfatty.com, and feast your eyes on some tasty, tasty treats every week. At both locations, they have the same set of cookies, but every weekend it is a different set of cookies. Um, and I know we alluded to it on last episode, and now that it's been out in the wild once, I can probably a little more openly talk about it, but they are also launching on Sunday mornings Good Morning Fatty, which is their take on breakfast. And for the time being, it's 
on a little bit of an invite only thing so you check out their social media to get the full details of how to get invited to come down to a good morning fatty while it's still in its beta phases uh but super tasty what did you think what did you think last week mike it's good. It was fucking tasty shit, huh? It was huh? good, Steve. It was real good. I'm excited to see what the cookies are tonight because I have no idea. I haven't talked to Eric mm-hmm. or looked at their social media today, so I don't know if they do anything. A lot of times they keep their cookies private. They don't share them on social media beforehand, so it's always a nice little treat, little little treat for a treat heading into the weekend. It's always something to look forward to. So check them out. Make sure to head on down there. Let them know past the controller sent you. And honestly, just eat some fucking delicious cookies because they're – some of the best cookies, if not the best cookies I've ever had in my life. I mean, I don't know where you stand on that, Mike, but I'll put my I'll put my feet firmly on the ground saying that they are the best, if not one of the best cookies I've I've had. Fatties. Mm-hmm. Are they your number one cookie, or are they in your top at least? I'm probably, I, I, I'd, I'd probably do a full-blown taste test and it would be like a whole process. Just fucking get out of here. It's like, oh, I, I gotta put Oreos number one, which Oreos are fine too. Oreos are great. Mm. Mike, before we wrap things up, we do have a Patreon question, which you two can contribute to the show and ask us a question, a relevant question, by going to our Patreon, patreon.com slash controller and becoming a patron. This week, Sapphire Jade, friend of the show, patron, asked us if you had a child mike mm-hmm. what's the first game you'd introduce them to if you say terminator for this fucking second genesis i'm fucking throwing you out the window and you're not getting any cookies the uh, first game if you say flappy flappy royale is the what's the name of that game uh, i think it's called flappy royale, flappy royale. That. i that i pulled that one out of my butt i'm like it's gonna either be like it's gonna be like it's gonna be flappy Bird battle royale or it's gonna be like flappy royale I think it's Flappy Royale. Uh, Mike's addicted on getting those. What do they call them? They call them like Flappy Dinners. You know, I don't. I haven't got a, a W yet. I can't even tell you. You're fucking up, Mike. Uh, it it definitely has a name. Uh, well, uh, damn it! And I can't even think of a good joke answer either. Probably a simple platformer. I'm not. Super Meat Boy? No. Something like, uh, you know, uh, let's say like Super Mario, eh, not 64, I think. By the time I have a child, it'd be too dated for him. It'd be weird. It'd be Odyssey. That's good. I think, so here's the thing about old games. If the old game has good game design, it holds up surprisingly well. Navigating a 3D space for a first-time player, maybe not the easiest thing in general. Just navigating well, a 3D space. Well, that's a good space. lesson for the kid. Like, listen, life isn't easy. <laughs> that's also true. For me, it would probably have to be... I mean, I've I've probably said this at some point on the show, but if and when I ever have kids, I definitely want to introduce them to games with something from my past. So... A retro game um for for one reason in particular is that i feel like my younger brother i tried to always get him to play those types of games when he was at, like a early teenager mm-hmm. and he never would think it like i think i think people who don't grow up with 8-bit or 16-bit or 32-bit graphics 
I think there's definitely like a fucking nostalgia play for people like us. Like there's 100% a factor, but I think a lot of people look at that and it doesn't it doesn't do anything for them. But I mean at the same time, fucking all the kids love Minecraft. He loves Minecraft. So who the fuck am I? But for me, it would probably have to be a Mario game from the NES era. I mean, it, the first Super Mario Brothers is a really well-designed game. It's simple enough. It's iconic. I obviously want my kids to to be you know dipped in that Nintendo Kool Aid, get a love for these characters, and then they can go and and, and you know play and do whatever they want everywhere else. But I definitely want them to ha- to have a a connection to Mario and Zelda from an early age. I mean, you're not gonna force them if they don't want to fucking do it or whatever. But those would be the things that I would plant in front of them first. Um, probably Mario Brothers one. Mario Brothers three is my favorite game, but I don't think I'd start them there. If it, it, for me, for my kid, it would probably be the first Super Mario Brothers for the NES or Super Mario World for the Super Nintendo. Just because I feel like those are accessible, not too convoluted, and would would hopefully capture them, get them get them interested in games. Uh, that was a good question. I saw that question. I I got a little excited. I like I like questions like that. So thank you, Sapphire J, for sending that in. And like I said, if you would like to contribute to the show, you can do that by going to Patreon.com/slash Pass the Controller. But that pretty much uh, wraps us up here, Mike, for yeah. episode 148 of the Pass Controller Podcast. Mm-hmm. As always, you can find us on the internet at PassTheController.io. That's our main website, which you can get linked to all of our social media, all of our content, podcasts, any other things that we produce. Um, Twitter and Instagram, we're at PassController. And, uh, yeah, we stream on Twitch sometimes, twitch.tv slash controller. If you want to come hang out with us in our community and, and take the conversation even further, group up and play some games, join our Discord. You can do that. The easiest way to do that is go to our pinned tweet on Twitter. It's right there. Invite link open. You just hop right in. Good to go. If not, just reach out to us on social media, and I'll shoot you an invite link. No problem. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm finishing up my thoughts on a few th- articles right now i got a my review of cadence of hyrule will be going up soon i have a few other things in the works and uh yeah you can find me at big room you can find this guy at underscore mycopath and thank you for listening to this week's episode of the past control podcast episode 148